0: This is Shirley Smith with Bridge the Gap. Today we're going to bring you another educational episode with regards to real estate and the purchase of real estate. Uh, As you know, we talk about uh, the gaps in our society and uh, we like to improve our own mind, body, spirit, and soul. And so in order to deal with those gaps and helping to build relationships across culture and all that good stuff. And so, this is what we will concentrate on today, which is educating our mind. uh, And we're educating our mind about the gap of real estate. Who owns it, who doesn't own it, and why. And how can we actually own real estate. And so, we are talking today to... Our third loan officer, which is Alejandra Torres, she's with Guild Mortgage, and she has lots of really good information for you in case you are looking to purchase your first home, or maybe this is your second, third, fourth, fifth home, uh, perhaps you're investing, or maybe you're going to do new construction, or maybe you're having a prefab home or a manufactured home taken care of. Either way, you are helping to build your economic uh, power and so by owning these homes. So, sit back, take a deep breath and let's enjoy Alejandra Torres as she educates us on the loan process and why it is that she do loans. She's been doing loans for 30 years And so I like to ask people when I interview them, why do they do what they do? And I'm a realtor and the reason I do what I do is because I know there is a gap when it comes to who owns real estate in America. And so I like to bring forth good information and factual information that will be helpful to whoever would like to first close that gap in society. If it means buying their own home, our first home. Hang in there, we'll be right back. Smith with Bridge the Gap, and we have a guest with us today who is a loan officer and her name is Alejandra. And so I'm gonna let
1: Alejandra
0: introduce herself. Tell us a little bit about, you know, who you are, how long you've been doing loans, and then tell us a little bit about your company. So I'll let you go and say what you would like. My name is Alejandra Torres. I've been in the business
1: for 30 years in the mortgage business. I've done it all from qualifying people to a loan processor, loan officer assistant, and a loan officer myself. So it's been a long ride, but I've done it all on that end. Um, I currently work with Gill Mortgage, uh, which is one of the, um, uh, number one companies pretty much. It's been around for a long time. Um, and I just joined Gill, um, not too long ago, March, um, of this year. Um, but I usually don't move companies unless like they laid us off.
0: Oh,
1: okay. So, and Gill, it, it has all kinds of programs, um, that we do, uh. Gil is the number one on down payment assistance. I'll tell you that right now. Oh,
0: okay. For down payment assistance. Something that uh, I thought had kind of gone by the waist at
1: one point. No. Down payment assistance is still available. Right. Um, and I do loans in, in the states of California, anywhere in California, I do down payment assistance available. Um, okay. The big one right now that it's been around for a long time is the California, uh it's the Cal HFA, which is California Health to Finance Agency. Um, And that would help you with your down payment. Uh, That's the biggest one that people have a problem with, down payment assistance. But if you live in any county in California, um, if they have a down payment assistance, we can look into it to find out what's available for you. Okay.
0: And it sounds like, too, uh, every county may have slightly different rules. And I think that's it's a good thing that you are able to do loans all over the state of California. That's actually a biggie because some uh, counties go change their rooms just a little bit. So you're familiar with all of that. Yes, yes. And, and
1: uh California, uh, like you said, the counties have their own guidelines. There's income limits. That's the biggest thing right there. We need to make sure that you qualify because of income limits. They would not, if you're over a penny, there is no down payment assistance for you. So we need to make sure that there is, that you qualify for it. They give us a little box and we have to make you fit up that little box to be able to so give you dental assistance with the county. The county is yes. a little different than the uh,
0: California, uh, the Cal HFA. Oh, okay. And so with counties like Sacramento and Placerville, those are kind of close and near to where we are. Uh, how...
1: Do you, off the top of your head, do you remember what their requirements would be? In the Sacramento County right now doesn't really have any funds. Okay. They when they do have funds, um, they give you either um, usually it's twenty percent of the purchase price or the last time that I checked it was fifty thousand. Whichever one is less. Okay so um they don't but right now they don't have any funds and that's what the issue comes with the counties that they run out of funds cal hfa i've been doing loans with cal hfa for 12 years i have never run out of funds with cal hfa oh, it okay. used to be called shadam so they changed their name from shadam to cal hfa okay and so they never
0: run
1: out of uh down No. I I mean, like I said, they can be used anywhere in the state. Anywhere in California, you can do that California, uh, that Cal HFA, California Housing Finance Agency. That's what the Cal HFA stands for, California
0: Housing Finance Agency. Okay. Okay. And so are they, do they have limits as well then?
1: They do, but their limits are a lot bigger. For example, Sacramento County. If you you can make up to two hundred and two thousand, you cannot go over that because if you do, you will not qualify. So two hundred and two thousand is the max. Okay. They also have a minimum credit score requirement for a FHA loan. You can your minimum credit score requirement is six forty. Okay. For a conventional loan, my suggestion to be it will the requirement is six eighty, but I'd rather you have a seven hundred to have a better mortgage insurance, so your okay. payment would not be so high. Okay. They also offer on a conventional loan if you under the medium income, then you have also a conventional loan, which the
0: minimum credit requirement there is six sixty okay so if, uh when you say minimum income um. Uh, is that also determined by which county is that yes, the, the, county? the medium income. yes the
1: medium income for sacramento county if i'm not mistaken it's um eighty-two thousand nine hundred and twenty. Okay. um that's for the sacramento county but that's the medium income to, it's considered like a kind of sort of low uh, medium to low income but it's really not the low income but it's a medium but you also can do it on a conventional loan with cal hfa A lot of people get CalHFA confused that it's an FHA loan all the time, and it's not. You can do a CalHFA loan on an FHA loan, on a VA loan,
0: on a conventional loan, or a USDA loan. Okay, okay. One other question. If a person is currently living in Sacramento County, but they're looking to purchase in Placer County, that medium income is going to go by which county? Which county? Uh, State. Uh, El Dorado,
1: Placer, Sacramento—they're basically the same county limits. Uh, you okay. know, uh, the, the low income, the eighty-two, nine hundred and twenty. So it's okay. it's the same income. It doesn't change. So those those counties are basically the same. Okay. Um, and, and another down payment assistance that a lot of people are not aware of—it's El Grove. El Grove, the city of El Grove has its own down payment assistance believe it or not they do and their guidelines are a little bit more tight but that doesn't mean you don't qualify we have to look into that um you can always contact the city they have their own application and then you can contact them say so i contacted the city this is what i have and we can do it i've done those loans as well too okay
0: okay now tell me a little bit we got right into the right into the uh products mm-hmm. <laughs> but, a little bit, but why is it that you're
1: doing loans for three years? Why do you do that? I like to help people. I like to help people to get into homes. Um, a lot of people think that they don't qualify for a loan or they don't know what their credit score is or how can they get to a house. And that's what it makes me happy to be able to get families into home. Um, that's the reason I've been in the mortgage industry. Before I was a processor, I liked the paperwork, I liked everything. But I saw people that were not able to speak English and they were having problems getting into a house because of the language barrier. And And I was actually helping people with the process of the loan, but also kind of being the loan officer at the same time, which back then you didn't need a license to help people on that end. But I was helping them while I was processing their loan, requesting all the items and telling them what to do and not to do because their loan officer did not speak the language. So the barrier there was huge. So I saw a need to have someone to help them and walk people through the steps of how to become a homeowner. Okay. And that's what I'm here for, to help people to become homeowners. We all of us wanna have a roof over our head. Yes. And you know what? If I am going to be the person to help you, I will do anything that I can on my power to do it. I would fight for you. On any conditions that we have that we think, you know, it's not fair or it's not right or why are you asking for this? Whatever it takes to become a homeowner. If you're not ready right now, you might be ready in three months, two months,
0: six months. Who knows?
1: But if you don't ask,
0: you won't get So in other words, if people have, let's say, a low credit score that falls below whatever the minimum is for the particular county or whatever program that they're looking for down payment assistance, don't give up. It's, it, I think that's what I'm hearing from you. Don't give up. Keep trying and keep working on your credit score until you get it to where it needs to be. Correct. Right, let that it take but a few months or even a few weeks, depending upon the situation. Correct. Right, correct. And I walk them through, I help them.
1: I can mm-hmm. hold your hand and tell you this is once I pull your credit and I see that you're only a few points away to get your down payment assistance money that you need to get into a house, I will tell you what to do. If we work together as a team, we'll accomplish the goal. I won't let you say, you know what, you don't qualify and turn around. No, let's see how come you don't qualify. Let's see what we need to do to make it happen. Sometimes you don't have the money right there to pay off those debts that we need to pay, it's okay. You know what, take one step at a time. It might take you, like I said, a month, six months, even a year, but you'll become a homeowner if you do what I tell you to do. I've done that. I actually have people help them, and they're so thankful to me, and I actually have people crying on the phone because they were first generation to own a home. And you know, to me, that's satisfying.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I mean, as a realtor, it's very satisfying for me as well. Uh, we were just talking before we started the podcast about the gap in our society has to do with some people were actually just given land Uh, others were not given that land and so there's this big gap economic gap in between the various ones living in the same country and so one of the ways to close that gap is what I call economic empowerment and economic empowerment actually starts with owning real estate Owning land, owning homes, owning something. <laughs> it isn't home because it, it, the value can go up, and of course, that increases your economic power. And so this is something that is near and dear to, I think, both of our hearts. Uh, I really like helping people to find the home that they want. So um, I have a cousin that laughs at me because I have a three-question questionnaire. And I give that to the person before they even meet me because I want them to really think about what do they really, really want. So thank you for sharing that. I wanted to know what is in your heart, you know? what? Why do we get into these, you know, businesses? Uh, how are we seeing a difference in people? But yes, when people cry, when people express their appreciation of something that they thought they could never accomplish, that is what I call significance. It's not just success. It's actually living a significance life so mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that and mm-hmm. so I want to go a little bit now into your company what can you tell us about uh, your company?
1: Um, Gill has been around since 1960 I think it is Like um, I don't have all the details because I just joined them and I've been busy through my loans and instead of thinking about my company because I was with Fairway before that and they laid us off so we just did the transition right away to the new company um, but GIL offers all programs, all programs. We can do down um, payment assistance, regular FHA loans, regular conventional loans, um, VA loans, USDA loans, uh, construction loans, um, even a manufacturing home on a permanent foundation, we can do those. Um, so they offer, all, even people that do not have a Social secure number that they have a 19 number, we do those loans. So we do a variety of loans. So, We don't just stop at one place and, you know what, this is all we can do, no. And they are very open. You know, if I don't agree to a decision, they have actually a team that I, they're gonna put us in a committee to see. I'm gonna tell them the reason why I think this loan should be done. And they have a committee to be able to fight for my people, for whoever is applying for the loan. And I done it. Even though I'm new at the company, I done it twice. (laughs) I done it twice. Okay, and, so negotiating even within your own company. Yes, yes. Uh, and I got a question. I actually met in person the underwriting manager, and she goes, "You call me if you need anything. You tell me how you how can we help you. I want you to help people out there. That's what we're here for—to help people. So they are people a person that they want to help other people. So if I have an issue, I can bring it up to any of my underwriters or the underwriting manager to help all, to make my loan work, to make it happen. So it's a good thing. It's a, mean, good, a good okay. company.
0: I have been speaking with um, other loan officers as well. And so sometimes the companies offer different products. Like one company said they offer loans on land. Another said they offer loans on new construction. So let's mm-hmm. just say you're going to go out maybe to on it and then uh, some say they do manufactured homes but nobody yet has said that they fund prefabricated homes so you know how they build the homes by wall by wall and then they take it to the site and put the home together so are there loans for prefabs as well
1: it is it's a a manufactured home it's kind of like yeah it's kind of like we do those it's considered a single family residence as well because it's going to be on a permanent foundation
0: So yes, we do those ones. Okay, so as long as it's on a permanent foundation, it's treated
1: like a manufactured home or a mobile home? Yes. Yeah, because it's just basically, they just put the home in pieces, but they took it to a site, okay? Uh, And it's a brand new home. Mm -hmm. yes, And they just put it together, and they
0: have a permanent foundation. It's considered a single family home. Okay, so is it treated more like, say, new construction because it? kind of
1: is. <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 like it, it. Yeah, it's a propagated, but it's still just that, you know, it's, it's just a single family residence okay. home. It's not like you're building, you know, a construction, you know, like you go to uh, subdivisions that they're actually building those homes. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different. So we just just treated as a single family residence, nothing out of the ordinary on those. Uh, because a manufactured home, now the difference between those pre headed homes and manufactured home, manufactured home has to be 1972 or newer to be able to do the loan and it has to be on a permanent foundation. And a lot of times on manufactured homes, they're going to ask us to do an engineer certification to make sure not that if you add anything to that property, it's still, the property still It's not going to fall out. It's not going to be fall apart on any modifications that you've done to the home. So they will ask us for
0: an engineer certification. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And let's see, uh, before we get more into the products, there was one other thing I wanted to ask you. You're also licensed in other states to do homes as well. Yes.
1: Yes. I'm licensed in the state of uh, Texas and the state of um, Tennessee, Um, and I'm working on my license for the state of Oregon. I actually already did the course i
0: just have to get the license going okay okay And the reason i'm asking that question is because we know that a lot of people when they retire they move out of state and some of the states that they're moving to are places like oregon and texas and tennessee and south carolina north carolina and all those different states and i think the desire is to find a less expensive home although from what i can see <laughs> some of those homes are very expensive now especially sure go to Georgia because I'm licensed there as well. Uh, the homes prices have really gone up quite tremendously. So, anyway, but thank you. So, California, Texas, Tennessee, and Oregon are your licenses. To- Oregon,
1: yes. I'm working on my Oregon. Just, like I said, I already took my course. I just asked my company sending send in everything okay. to the department to get my approval, pretty
0: much. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. now let's talk more specifically about products. So, First of all, let's hit credit score just a little bit. Uh, okay. What types of things should a person worry about if they've never had to apply for a loan before and they have never seen their credit score so they don't even know what to expect? And let's just say they see it and they're surprised. So first of all, where would you suggest that they find out what their credit score is? You, you should be able to go online and get a copy of a free credit report every year. Okay, and where is that?
1: That is, let me just get you, because I was actually doing the research myself okay. for that.
0: And I think it's W.W. W, free credit report. Okay. And okay. Annual credit report, is that one that can be used as yes. well? Yes. Uh-huh. And, and, and the reason why I'm asking these kinds of questions is because on the internet now, there's so much fraud. And we have to put in a lot of information personal oh, information in order yeah. to pull a credit report. So that's why I'm asking you, you know, as the loan person. No, no. just you know, a person.
1: Yeah. I just did that. Um, I put a phrase on my credit reports because like you said, there's a lot of fraud. And I actually got um, on one of my accounts with Verizon, actually, and they, they hacked my account. So they told me to put a, a phrase on it. And you just go, it's really easy to put the phrase. And right there, it comes up that you can get a a copy of your free credit report with uh, all the companies. Experience, stuff like that, so they they also can give it to you. I just learned all that when
0: I went through, and it was just recently, it was a couple of weeks ago. So one of the things you would suggest before people get to you, would you suggest they pull their credit report or you would rather do it yourself?
1: And then I would rather do it myself. Um, If they really, because they're not going to pay for it, you know, there's not a cost. If they don't qualify at this point, they're not going to come up with any money out of pocket. Let's look at, revisit. you know, let's visit your stuff. And if you do qualify, but you didn't know what you have, great. You know, let's move on to the next step. But if you don't, let's work on what I have to make it happen
0: for you. Okay. And let's just say, once you pull that report, uh, the credit score is a little bit lower than they would like. Maybe they want a better interest rate because it's uh, it's not as high as they want, or maybe they feel that they can't qualify for something because it is too low. So uh, what sorts of things would you think they would need to work on to better their credit report? Um,
1: what we have is what we call a stimulator. Okay, uh, that stimulator I can actually run it in my system and tell the person, you need to pay this car off. You need to open a new credit card, believe it or not. Um, or, you know, if, you're, if your credit cards are over, realistically, they want it to be 25% of what they're lending, or what your, your credit is, that's the ideal. But if you still keep it below 35 or 50%, it's even, you know, it's ideal to be below 50%, but if you're at 25, or 35, it's even better. You will have a better credit score. It takes time to build credit. Make sure that if you're one of those people that forget when your payment is due, put it automatically, just the minimum, and then you can pay down the road more if you want to, but just the minimum payment so you will not be late on your credit cards. Credit cards are the main thing that would raise your credit scores. People think installment loans will help too, not as much as
0: credit cards. Oh, really? So are there a particular credit cards like retail versus say bank card? No, it's as long as you, man- it
1: doesn't matter what credit cards you have, but maintain those credit cards low on your balances. Do not, if you get a $500 credit card, don't go and spend $500. You have to keep it, you know, less than. If you get 150 to $200, and that's it. Get the
0: bill. Pay it off. Well, I was just about to say, so let's just say your limit is $500 or $1,000. And I don't know, maybe you had to buy a refrigerator for your master bedroom. <laughs> because you can't buy one for your kitchen for 1000 these days. But anyway, so the card is at 900 So as long as you pay that card
1: off, the $900. Before the off- next cycle. Before the next cycle. To make hey, sure for that next cycle, mm-hmm. it, it keeps it low, and you're not penalized because you paid it off early. Correct. Correct. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so those are the big things. Because people think, oh, let me go get a. Uh, uh, uh. There's companies. I mean, there's a company that's called the Best Egg. I think I seen um, that you can get that installment loan, and it's gonna help your credit. No. Uh, there is another one that is called Opportune. Um, if people go get those loans. Those interest rates are high. They're in the probably thirty percent, and it really doesn't move your credit. It doesn't do anything because it's an installment loan. So your payment is always the same. You're not using anything. You're, it's not revolving credit. It's not moving. So and I seen it because I just people that have all a lot of installment loans, their credit really goes. My credit doesn't because I said you don't have no credit card. You have no revolving credit. It's all installment. So you wanna, they wanna see, because if you're just getting all the installment loans, I mean, that's telling me you're living off of those installment loans. You don't know how to budget your money on that end. So if we see a little bit more of a variety of your credit, we're gonna be able to see how you
0: manage your money on that end. So managing your money is something that is certainly paid attention to, it Yes, yes. That's very
1: important because that's gonna tell us you know what can you do what can you afford because owning a home it's a different thing than renting a home there's more things that you're gonna have to do when you own a home you're not gonna call someone to come and fix whatever is broken on your home it's you you have to pay for it uh, you have to pay for anything that breaks there's no one's gonna come out and just fix it just because you're no longer renting you own the property it's your home there is courses that you can take, like a first-time home buyer class. Some of them are free. Some of them cost money. CalHFA requires you to take a course on-person or online. It costs $99. Okay. But you learn how to budget your money as well, too. Okay. There is counselors out there that can also help you. Um, there is a... Um, site that it's um, neighbor works of Sacramento they have counselors there. they can actually also help you with your credit and uh, they're in Sacramento they're at Alhambra Boulevard um, and neighborhood it's works neighbor neighbor works is free? Free in Sacramento It's free yes it is free yes it is free it's NeighborWorks works of Sacramento they're free uh, and they can also
0: tell you about
1: down payment assistance the same way I'm telling you. They refer clients to me when they have people, because I'm on their list for CalHFS, I prefer a preferred mm-hmm. loan officer. So they will refer people to me. I've seen people like, I asked, where did you get my number? And they're like, oh, I was with NeighborWorks and they told me you can help me to okay. get a loan now. So, but they can help you as well too. You're like, you know what? I don't want to go to you yet because I'm not ready. I want to get some more counseling or get more ideas. You can go to them, they're free. Um, you just put Naval Works of Sacramento, it will come up in the uh, in phone or your computer, and the phone number is there, their address is there. So they're at Alhambra Boulevard. So okay. you can find that information. And
0: does the NAACP, are you familiar with them? Do they work with that as well? With people? You know what? I'm not familiar with them, so
1: I don't know if they do or not. Um, but uh, And also, uh, uh, Sacramento Housing. I don't know if Sacramento, no, Sacramento Housing and Rural Development is going to refer you back to NeighborWorks. NeighborWorks has most of the stuff in the Sacramento area, Alderaan County, Placer um, County. Um, and if they really want a counselor, just a counselor, um, they can go to the HUD website and there will be a list of counselors that can give you any counseling that you need. Even if you own a home and you have an issues with your home, that you can't keep up with your payment, you can contact them for help. Okay, so that's urban development. Uh Don't lose a house. Right now, I'm sure you have equity. Even if you only have a house for a couple of years, you have equity. Don't lose your house if you're having issues, if you're having problems.
0: Contact someone to help you. Okay. Okay. Now, with the credit, it sounds like we've kind of hit that a little bit. I'm curious, can you tell me more about down payment assistance? And, you know, what's possible and where? Would uh, yeah, that yeah, qualify that sort of a thing. And
1: before I move to that, I just want to go back a little bit on the credit for an FHA loan. I can do a loan with a credit score of 580. You okay. do not get down payment assistance, but you bring your own funds for down and closing costs. So that's very important. Now, people ask, well, there's companies that do the 500. Yeah, I can do a loan with the 500 credit score but you're gonna bring 10% down on an FHA loan, okay? So that's that's very important for people to know. People say, why can't I do a conventional loan? You can, okay, you can do a conventional, you have to have a credit score minimum of 620, but if you only bring in the minimum down, it's not gonna be beneficial for you because your mortgage insurance is gonna be outrageous. Okay, unless they put 20% down? And unless they put 20% down, then there's no mortgage insurance. So that I just wanted to let you guys know that you know what credit scores
0: are minimum to be able to get qualified for a home loan. Uh, USDA, where, uh, what counties are you seeing some of those loans being used in? The US, uh, USDA loans, there it has
1: to be a rural area, and they have a website that we can put in the zip code, and it will tell us if that is a rural area. I can tell you that the city of Galt. It's hundred percent USDA. Oh really? I didn't realize that. Okay. Yes. Gold is hundred percent USDA. Uh, there are some areas in Sacramento that is also USDA. But we like to say, in order for us to find out, I have to actually put in the zip code okay. to make sure that it's a rural area and that they will do the loan. USDA it's a little particular because they go off a of household income. Not the person that is applying for the loan. It's a household income. And they do have income limits. If you go to the... U- and there's two type of USDA loans.
0: Okay.
1: Guarantee and the direct. I do the guarantee. I don't do the direct. I do the, the guarantee.
0: Okay. And I don't... I'm not familiar with the direct. It, because there's a subsidize. They can subsidize mm-hmm. your loan. They'll
1: help you. So they'll, you go apply for the loan. Okay, and if you need help, that you can come up with a, to make your payment lower, they'll help you with another loan that you have to pay back at one point or
0: another. paying down the interest rate, you're paying down the interest rate, is that what they're doing? It's a, a, they give you a
1: loan, they give you like a second loan to, to make your payment affordable.
0: Okay. And it's a silent second. Is that something that follows the loan for, say, 30 years, or can it be paid off early that second? You can pay it off early, but it will follow the 30 year as well, too, but you can pay it off early, because I
1: I have refinanced people out of those loans, Okay. the regular loan.
0: Okay.
1: Okay, and the guaranteed loan, you want to talk about that one? The guaranteed loan is just a standard loan, pretty much, but like I said, it has income limits, and we just have to find out it's in a rural area. And the and income limits.
0: is going to be based on household income. Okay, so and these loans are, are they 100%? Uh, 100% financing. The USDA is 100%
1: financing, so there is no down payment at all. You can get down payment assistance if you want to, but it's 100% financing. Um, you would have to come in with your closing cost money. Okay. Because it would not give you closing cost money for that.
0: Now, uh, what if you own? the land is the land considered um, is that helpful in any way or it's not
1: if you own a land the only way you want to apply for a construction loan to build a home that's that's the only type of loan if you own the land Okay. or if you want to put in a manufactured home into the land on a permanent foundation okay um on that stuff but it's just the land i mean there's really not much you know remember when you only own land you need to make sure that you are able to have water electricity because there's land that is just basically right doesn't have any of those things and there is land that has all the stuff already set up there okay that, that's very important to know on that end to see why you're buying on the when you buy land or you have the land Why do you have And You can always go to the county and find out what exactly do you have. Okay. Okay, and so the county would be able to help you with that Mm -hmm.
0: if it's possible on that land. Yes. 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 Okay. Any other things about uh, credit scores or
1: credit? No. I mean, that's pretty much so it's like, I just, my only thing is tell people don't be afraid to ask questions. Buying a home is a big investment. Um, ask questions when you don't know. Anyone that is helping you, ask them questions to make sure you get your answers. You, If you're not happy, find out, get help to get you where you wanna be at. So if you make sure when you buy a house, and this is very important I tell all my clients, be comfortable with your payment. Don't buy something you're not going to be able to afford. Even though you qualify for half a million or a million dollar home, if you're not able to afford the payment, don't do it. Don't get yourself in trouble. Buy what you can afford that you feel comfortable with your payment. And
0: let me ask this question then, because I'm sure people are concerned. Are there minimum, are there um, incomes that are so small that they will never qualify? Are there, are there loans out
1: there that say get away from us? <laughs> <They> <laughs> you know what? When people, problem. when those people don't make so much money, I ask them, is there a family member that's going to be living with you that can be on the loan with you? Mm-hmm. Is there a family member that is going to help you, you know, on that loan? If they tell me yes, I said, okay, you know what? Let's look at them. Let's see how they can help you. So let's not turn them away without even asking those questions know let's, because people sometimes we don't ask and people think that only one person can be on the loan no i can get up to four people on a loan okay. so it's just
0: asking those questions okay so now if you do that brings up a question so if let's just say four people on the loan is mm-hmm. that considered more like an investor's purchase then as opposed now, to around as long as, as long as those
1: people are going to be living on the home he seeing it's, it's a primary home
0: now, if
1: you're not living in the home, it's not. And because, let's say, I'm buying the house, but I can't afford it. But my sister said, you know what? I'll help you so you can become a homeowner. Yes, I can help you. I'm not going to be able to give you down payment assistance. But you can come in with your 3.5% or 3%. She will be a non-occupant co-borrower. So she will not be living on the home, but she will help me. So down the road, when I make more money, when I get raises then i can do that stuff i can actually own my home because your first home is not gonna be the home of your dreams
0: it's a home that's gonna help you to buy and your better home to move up okay so that Mm non-occupant person borrower? Mm-hmm. How, how does that affect the overall and how say the loan officer or the, or the lending institution see that particular loan they it s- see it as, as if it was just one person
1: yeah, Then we just look at the other person's income and stuff like that in credit so make sure that the other person has the stuff um, but it really doesn't we're going to look at the I'm going to be living on the home I'm the primary borrower there okay. on that end so that's not going to question them um that oh my god she doesn't you know make enough money that's what i have someone else to support me to back me up and say this is going to help you on this so -hmm. that's what's going to do on that end help you to get into the home and some people think that it's not possible it is possible it is possible you tell me and i'll help you
0: well this has actually been excellent information um what i would like to hear is uh is there other things you think that the uh, clients need to listen to about loans and process the loan process
1: the, the loan process is very important they don't know what the process is so the first thing is to start with me they start with me because they don't want to go to you because you're going to say do you have a pair of letter yes i am i will ask what's your pair letter because <laughs> you don't want to go out there when you don't know if the person is qualified or not that's true because you're not going to get no offers accepted and you're not going to write one either (laughs) so the first thing is they need to come to me Uh, we start with me we look at your credit we look at your income if you qualify with that then I can say you know what I do have a letter for you then let's contact your realtor so you can start looking at homes once you find a home then they give me the contract once we get the contract We call it, we make it what we call it a real deal. Then we lock your loan and move forward to get everything. There's stuff that we might ask for a little more than what we, the documents. And that's another thing that we'll bring up down the road. What documents do we need to get qualified for a loan? Okay, but that is the process. Now, um, it's very important that people need to know when they're actually qualified for a loan, Not to go and spend money, not to go buy a car, not to apply for credit cards, not to do any of those things, because that's going to affect your loan, and you might not qualify. So it's very
0: important on that end. That is very important. I've had clients who I said, don't buy anything. They were pre-approved. We found the house. We We went into contract, and I drove up. With the contract, and I saw two—not one, but two—brand new cars in front of the house, and I said, "I sure hope these are guests." <laughs> I <laughs> hope they're guests. And they're like, "No, we bought, we bought two. No, no, no. It killed. It completely killed that deal. Yeah, yes. Um, so it's very awful. important. It's very important
1: on that, and especially when holidays are coming up, Labor Day, any of those that you get all the stuff. Well, play for our credit card so I can give you a discount, or we're having a sale on this, and you're so tempted to do. But if you are buying a house, do not do any of those things be on a financial diet at this point, pretty much.
0: Okay, clients, you're hearing two do nots, one from the loan officer, one from the realtor, do not buy mm-hmm. anything, do, do not you. get any more credit cards, do mm-hmm. not buy a car. Do mm-hmm. <laughs> not. They're pre-approved, Yes. deal and know that he is God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because, like you said, I mean, they
1: can kill their own deal, pretty much. And they're they like, oh my God, like, yeah. And again, I had a lady who were one day away to get her keys. One day, she signed everything. What did she do? Goes and buy a washer and dryer. I said, why did you do that? Would well, you have a place to put it? No. Okay, so she, do you want me to return it? Luckily, it didn't really affect me much, but it was just an inquiry on her credit that they pulled because what we, we the lenders do, we do a sub pull at the end to make sure there's nothing
0: done on that end. So it's very important to know that stuff. Great point is that it's it's your obligation to do another pull just before you close on that loan. So I think that's a really good point for people to understand. It's not as though you can do anything in secret. Everything, everything is open so you cannot make changes once you have gotten pre-approved. Okay. And especially if you're in contract Okay. you yes. It's better that if you're in
1: contract, maintain your stuff, please. Until you get your keys and you can go buy whatever you want, unless you have the cash to buy the cash, go ahead. But you know what? Do not use and do. N- this is a big one for a lot of us, and I don't know, especially a Hispanic people, that they like to keep money at the house and instead of deposit it into the bank okay Okay. where's the money underneath the mattress no 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 no. the money needs to be in the bank but don't go and deposit $10,000 that you had at home because now you're buying a house that's not gonna work
0: okay so in other words the the lender needs to see where the funds are coming from and is there a certain length of time that they need to see the funds in one place or where they are yes two months Okay months, two so, full months. Your funds need to be there at least two months because they will check to see where your funds are. Mm-hmm. We pay okay. for trail everything on that end. If we see a large deposit, I'm gonna
1: ask you where did the money come from? because it doesn't match to what you're making, your income and the money that you're putting in the bank. So like where is the money coming from? We need to know. We're not back in the 2000s or 90s or 80s. We didn't verify any stuff. We verify everything, everything. And people sometimes get frustrated. Why do you want this? Why do you want that? Rules change. Rules changed on us. The government put more restrictions on us. So we
0: can follow those rules. Okay. Now, are there particular things that they need to make sure they have access to? You know, before they meet with you, like their W twos.
1: Yes. So before the, you know, I usually um, when I talk to someone that someone calls me, I want to get qualified for a home loan. What do I need to do? I said we can either meet face to face, do it over the phone, and you send me things via email, which is fine. I ask for pay stops, W twos for the last two years. Unless you're self-employed, then I will ask for your tax returns for the last two years, most recent bank statements, two months, and ID. Or if you have a work permit or a residence card, I will need to see that as well, too. Okay. So that's pretty much what that is. It's not a lot of stuff people think that we're going to ask for, you know, tons of paperwork. No. The ones that get a little bit more complicated are people that are self-employed because I need the federal tax returns and they think i need the whole book i said no i don't need nothing from california just the tax returns
0: please so that's what i do
1: and once they have that then we go sailing pretty much if i'm not 100 percent confident on my income what i do i send the file to an underwriter to get the blessings that i do let the client you know i'm going to take a little lower than one day or two days to give you a pre approval. And the reason behind it, I'm doing my verifications of employment. I'm sending your file to an underwriter and we're gonna have an actual approval, not a prayer approval, an actual approval for the underwriter. So at that point, there is nothing questioning to close your transaction. It will be a less smoother and a less simpler to do all that round.
0: Okay, so I think what I'm hearing is that in the past we've used this term pre-qual letter, prequalification letter. As a realtor, speaking as a realtor, I actually like to see approval letters uh, as opposed to pre-qual because again, the underwriter has not seen it. We don't know what they're going to say. Uh, sometimes there's no proof that the W-2s or whatever is there. So. There's been all kinds of situations that I'm thinking of right now. No, well, no, no. You know, I've, I've had people to tell me that they work for the post office and I found out that, ah, you don't. But so, no, so, no so there are all kinds of things that have to be checked. And so mm. I think it's very important to do pre, when I call getting an approval, which means that someone has actually taken a good look at your mm-hmm. documents. And are
1: very sure almost that you can do what they say you can do. And I'm not gonna, I have people say, How quickly can you get it to me? Well, I'm not, it's not gonna take 10 minutes, okay? I'm gonna review your whole file. I'd rather tell you, give me at least two days to be able to give you something, a feedback on it, because I'm reviewing income, credit, okay, assets. And if something it doesn't matter, something I don't feel comfortable, then I'm gonna tell you, you know what, this is what I find out. I think I need to do your verification of employment. So I'm gonna send you an authorization so I can request it from your employer. I wanna be a hundred percent sure that I'm gonna close your transaction and not at the end say, you know what, sorry, you don't qualify. No. I wanna be a you know a hundred percent on this, on my end. I wanna be part of the team, but I want to do it right for my people.
0: Well, why don't you tell us then? How can we get in touch with you? Um, is it email the best way, or a telephone number? or Whatever you would like to share with us.
1: Um, I will give you both. I can. I answer my phones every day, seven days a week. I do not meet people on Sundays, but I do meet people Monday through Saturday. Okay. okay? Um, and you can reach me at nine one six eight three five. That is my cell phone. And if I'm on the other line, leave me a message or send me a text and I will get back to you as soon as I'm available. You can also email me at Torres at net. and I will spell my first and last name so you can have it. It's A L E J A N D. R A dot T O R R E S at guildmortgage.net. Okay.
0: And of course, my name is Shirley Smith. I'm a realtor in both California and Georgia. I love relocations. I've had the opportunity to live in six different states. So I understand the process of relocating and getting to know places all over again. You can reach me at Shirley at eewfcares.com so that's E is in Edward E is in Edward W as in Webster F as in Fay C-A-R-E-S dot com or you can call me at 916-245-0340 it has been an absolute pleasure Alexandra to talk with you so much information I'm sure our clients have learned a lot and will be giving you
1: Same here, Shirley. Nice talking to you. And any other questions, anything that I have, feel free to call me and we'll be in touch. Well, thank you so much.
0: I'm sure you have enjoyed Alejandra Torres today with Gill Mortgage. Uh, We are always trying to help with bridging gaps at um, Bridge the Gap. And so one of the things definitely that we need to bridge is the economic empowerment gap that does exist within our country. So that's between the haves and the have-nots, and especially when it comes to real estate. If you are not certain as to what we're talking about (laughs) when we say some were given land and others were not, and if you do not understand how owning real estate actually builds wealth from generation to generation, then I would suggest uh, three books. There's many books, <laughs> many, many, many books out there that you could read. But these are three books that our book club has read. One is called Waking Up White, uh, and that is actually by Urban, Irvin, I-R-V-I-N-G. So Debbie Urban, Irvin, I-R-V-I-N-G. And you may want to go to the second chapter where it talks about the midlife wake-up calls. In other words, uh, there are things that are shocking that they've lived in the country forever and just did not have a clue as to the gaps that actually exist within the, uh, the wealth of from individual to individual. Another book that might be of interest to you is called Mississippi Africa. That's by Alan Huffman. Uh, And any chapters in there you can read. (laughs) They will help you with your understanding. And then, also, one that we're reading, my book club is reading this month, as a matter of fact, is called Growing Up with the Country. And this is by Dr. Kendra Field, F I E L D. And let's see, I think she will talk about land ownership and who was given land, who was not given land, who was land taken from. So she gives you a lot of information there uh, about the history within the country and why it is that some Mm -hmm. of us are a little bit better off than others financially, uh, and it is due to ownership of real estate. So I'm sure you have enjoyed this other educational video, uh, at least audio, that talks about the process of getting a loan and also what that process is like. I hope that this has been helpful for you. I will continue to bring more information with regards to help and assistance when it comes to real estate. Uh, So stay tuned for other episodes because we will carry this theme out a little bit. Uh, We have had loan officers now and We'll talk about other areas of real estate, anywhere from even estate planning and so forth, because this is all very important to close that economic empowerment gap in America. This is Shirley Smith with Bridge the Gap. May God bless you.